coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Names and ages? Anderson's our oldest. He's four and a half. Kennedy is three. And Alexander is nine months yesterday. A few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they are all cuties. They are. Yeah. And, well, they're cute. That's why we kept making them, I think. There so. you go. Yeah. <laughs> We've been up with yeah. three. Yeah. I, I guess I shouldn't ask what you do in your spare time. Oh, no, honey. <laughs> and then Dominic hired me at Grazi at, you know, might have been 19. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I knew you'd been there a long time, yeah. but I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so actually, I, 16 years now. 16. Yeah. Years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I think it's so funny too. He's this guy. You would think maybe he'd attract the cougars, or maybe you know, that he has the biggest older male following I've ever seen. It's just. Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guests are Kat and Aaron Vandora. Aaron is the beverage director and bartender for over 15 years at Grazi Italian Grill in downtown St. Pete. And Kat used to be in the bar business as well. Before the interview, we'll talk about St. Patrick's Day and what everyone else is talking about, the stinking coronavirus. We, we have, have a great, great show, show, so stick, stick around. around. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number no. 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine, and you can even get a regular old cheeseburger too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. I love soup and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. Booyah Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete, so much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list for their pork belly ramen. Now Booyah's success is not just about the ramen. 
It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with housecrafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Buya. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores, one in Miami and three in Berlin of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that? Buya Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Buya? Well, happy St. Patrick's Day, folks. Sadly, this year, the festivities have been marred, or I'm sure they have been marred by the coronavirus, coronavirus fears. We don't know what's really going to happen there, but yeah. As of this recording, Tampa has canceled their festivities, and we don't know what St. Pete is doing yet, even though you're hearing this on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, that's very true. Uh, We're actually recording this, let's just say it, we're recording this on Friday or I'm sorry, Thursday, before the St. Pete Grand Prix is supposed to begin. Um, As of today, there have been cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. The NBA, the NHL, uh, the Kenny Chesney concert, the Grand Prix spectator section of the race. It's the end of the world as we know it. Our friend uh, Ronnie Lane Payne, he's on iHeartRadio, and it's, and it's not Zach. Zach's the producer and... T-Crass. T-Crass. They have a sports talk show in the morning and... What are they going to talk about? If there's no sporting events. And we, <laughs> we even had our podcast interview uh, that we scheduled for recording today cancel on us because of the same thing, coronavirus. She had come in contact with someone, she said, and she didn't want to take any chances, which yeah. we appreciate, of course. But we do have an interview here today with uh, Kat and Aaron Vandora. So we don't know what the world holds for us as you're listening to this right now and what has ha- will happen over this weekend. But we hope that everyone stays safe out there. But, but please remember, try not to go into over-fear mode. Yeah. The, you know, and restaurants are putting out statements saying how they are, they're going into overdrive as far as making sure everything is clean and sanitary. Like the, the host will be wiping down the front door handle over and over again all day. They're not allowing people that are sick to work. Uh, some places are even paying people to stay home if they're sick. Yeah. But please don't become a hermit. Go get out there once I mean, in a while. Obviously, if you have any symptoms whatsoever, quarantine yourself. Absolutely do that. But I'm, I'm just one of those people that doesn't like to live my life in fear. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And my biggest fear is the collapse of this economy, and that's what all of this craziness is causing. Yeah, and uh, don't buy up all the tissues <laughs> because of coronavirus. I need them for my allergies. It's not even a symptom of coronavirus. Yes, yeah. and I went to Publix the other day. They say, you're only allowed to buy two boxes of tissues. I'm like, no, I'm buying three, man. I don't understand all the water buying, too. Don't you people have filters on your refrigerators yeah. and, and your sinks and such like that? Yeah, it's not a hurricane. It's not a hurricane, even though my ship shopper said they're calling it Hurricane Corona because it seems that way. Yeah. And by the way, this segment is sponsored by Corona Beer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with the virus. No, but silly, I I, I actually heard out there that Corona beer sales have dropped by 30%. Yeah. Which is so ridiculous. So let's talk about a more fun subject, St. Patrick's Day. 
Here's a quick little story for you. I thought this was very interesting. It's from two sources. This is a holiday that's celebrated by people that don't even know what a potato famine looks like. Anyway, St. Patrick was an actual person. He was born in Britain in the fourth century. So in Britain, he's not Irish. (laughs) He wasn't Irish. He was kidnapped at 16 years old by Irish raiders. So yeah, like I said, he wasn't actually Irish. But while he was over there, he found God, and in a dream, God told him how to escape back to Britain. So he did. It worked. Later, he became a priest and returned to Ireland, where he worked on converting the pagan Irish to Christianity. Mm. And guess which day he died? March 17th. Correct. And here's another little tidbit. I mean, it's ding, a, ding, 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 ding. It's, it's actually, I mean, the whole history is very long. So this is just shortening to what I think is interesting. St. Patrick is said to have used the shamrock, a three-leaved plant, to explain the Holy Trinity to the pagan Irish. Oh, that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. So now get this. Originally, when they started celebrating St. Patrick's Day, imbibing on whiskey and beer was not part of the equation. In fact, pubs in Ireland were forced by law to shut down for the holiday. What? But later in the 20th century, you know, back then drinking alcohol was was frowned upon. But then a huge marketing push from Budweiser in the 80s convinced thirsty revelers that drinking beer and St. Patrick's Day were one and the same. St. Patrick's Day is here and we are celebrating. Can you believe it? The rest is drunk history nobody seems to remember, as it's all been replaced in our heads with quotes from boondock saints. By the way, St. Patrick wasn't an actual official saint either. You know, much like Cinco de Mayo, many people now use the holiday as an excuse to binge drink, which some say fosters negative stereotypes by incorrectly associating the act of getting wasted with Irish culture. But at least now you can take a swig of your Guinness and pride because you know the real story. Right. So you're really not supposed to drink on St. Patrick's Day, but all of you do. Yeah. It's like Cinco de Mayo's <laughs> excuse to drink. Yes. Yes. I don't need an excuse, but we'll celebrate St. Patrick's Day with you anyway. Yes. So happy St. Patrick's Day. We will be right back with Kat and Aaron Vandura. Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and put you in charge. There are actually 6 million 432 189 combinations possible. Overwhelmed by Build Your Own? I know that I sometimes am. Well, you can also choose from their counter creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person, so I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later. I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter. Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday.
We used to know someone that referred to certain people as the pretty people. Today, we'd like to welcome our pretty people, Aaron and Kat Vandora. <laughs> welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. And you guys make pretty babies, too. Thank you. And, and lots of them, lots of them. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you have three, two, two boys and a girl, yeah? Yeah. Yes. And names and ages? Anderson's our oldest. He's four and a half. Kennedy is three. And Alexander is nine months yesterday. A few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they are all cuties. They are. Yeah. And, well, they're cute. That's why we kept making them, I think. There so. you go. Yeah. <laughs> We've been up with yeah. three. Yeah. I, I guess I shouldn't ask what you do in your spare time. <laughs> oh, no, no, honey. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> We're done. Three That's is it. Sad. I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? Oh. <laughs> Aaron, in the past, had told us some stories about your daughter. I don't know if we want to repeat any of those or not. She's uh, unique. <laughs> Very unique. Yes. Very difficult individual. She's a special kind of daddy's yes. little girl. Yes. Well... Her and I share birthdays, so I think that's kind oh, wow. of that strong Aries energy kind of ah, budding heads. Aries, Aries. Oh, yeah. April 13th. So, 19th, yeah. Yeah, you, you understand. She just, <laughs> I think we just butt heads. She's mm-hmm. just such a strong personality. And so am I. So we just clash a Right, lot. right. But my son is so sweet. Anderson, the oldest, he's, he's an angel. Mm-hmm. And the baby's just, mm-hmm. just the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to be said yet. He has no... And Ever. you guys were married uh, December 2013. That's around the time that Lori and I were fake married. Right? <laughs> right. October 2013. There you go. So uh, let's hear a little bit about each of you. We'll go ladies first. Mm. Your background. Are you originally from here? Did you move from Yeah. Here? I was born and raised in St. Pete. Actually, I was born in Fort Knox, but we it was on an army base and we moved back very quickly after. So I just say born and raised in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, graduated St. Pete High, 04. I actually got started in the service industry when I was 15, and this is a funny story I actually thought about earlier, Aaron and I, I mean, just barely crossed paths at the uh, Macaroni Grill on Tyrone. Ooh. I actually opened that location back in 02. And that, that's uh, still there, yeah? Yeah, yeah it On is. the corner there. Yeah, um, I opened it, and I worked that summer. My mom wouldn't let me have a job, you know, during the school year. And so I quit in the fall, and then he must have literally just right started. After. Yeah. yeah, so that was the first taste of service industry life for me and I loved it so nice yeah cool. so it was Aaron that was that your first taste that was yeah I worked there for not long maybe six months mm-hmm. and then Dominic hired me at Grazi at you know that might have been 19 wow you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd been there a long time yeah. but I didn't know that <laughs> yeah, so I, actually I, 16 years now 16 yeah. years. wow mm-hmm. wow wow that's crazy yeah and we should have said that in the beginning normally when i make the introduction we say yeah, like right. where you guys are from and yeah. uh, aaron is the bartender beverage director at grazi italian grill in downtown entertainment <laughs> seat coordinator yes yeah. <laughs> and kat you used to work with long time ago with pete boland at corgan's irish pub yep. yes mm-hmm. and you are a little bit involved in mary margaret's and we're gonna we'll get a little more into those in a bit if we've already covered everything you want to tell us about yourself, you're a Here's professional that. dancer. Oh my gosh. I, I'm one of those people. I'm, I just, I've done a little bit of everything. Jack mm-hmm. of all trades. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, half, <laughs> kind of halfway, but yeah, I, I actually worked for Fred Astaire for a little while mm-hmm. and I got to compete professionally, which was so fun and so cool. Um, and then I also taught dance lessons. Mm-hmm. So that was one. I actually owned 
a small little nail salon in the Bayfront Towers for a little while. So I just, I've kind of And you're dabbled. an artist too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I've sold some paintings, yeah. Um, I do a lot of chalk art, and that is something I'll probably be doing a lot of at Mary's, is, you know, mm-hmm. chalkboards and stuff like that, all the artsy kind of things, so. Nice, nice. Cool. And Mr. Vandor? Uh, yeah, I'm born and raised in St. Pete, graduated from Lakewood High School, went to University of South Florida in St. Pete, started working in the service industry, and realized that that was what I wanted to do and what I've really good at if I can, you know, toot my own horn, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And, uh, you know, in the last few years, we've, um, you know, uh, we built a few new construction homes and we've flipped a few residential properties. And are you still doing it? We are trying to, the market is just difficult. We'll say yes, Mm -hmm. it is a little bit more. Yeah. Laura, you know, you know, yeah, Uh, a little bit more difficult to do that nowadays. So when the opportunity for Mary Margaret's came up, it was a good, uh, you know, avenue to go down as opposed to continuing with the Mm -hmm. residential real estate. So, right. And I think that as much as we've both tried to get out of the service industry for whatever reason, it's like, well, let's try something else. It's not conducive to a, a traditional family life. Or, you know, or people say, and, and it's okay, we've kind of always come back to it, right? Oh, right. Our roots, so. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> so, Aaron, when you started at Grazi, did you start as a, a waiter or server? I was a waiter for maybe a year okay. and then jumped behind the bar. Awesome. Um, almost immediately. I've, I've been with them. I've done everything. Mm-hmm. Dominic had a pizzeria. I was the pizza guy for a while. I, you know, <laughs> I did it all, you know. Yeah. Where, where was that at? Uh, that was, I'm trying to think. It was, it was in Baywalk where Adobo Grill was. Mm. Do you remember that? I don't. The original location for White House Black Market. Yes. We were on the yeah. other side, the interior okay. side of it. Okay. Uh, it was called Amatza, and uh, Chef <laughs> Tony and Dominic, you know, ran it, operated it. Cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I've done everything for them. And obviously, I'm very loyal to them. And they're good people to work for. So Yeah, a, a cool thing about Grazi that I've noticed over the years is there's not a lot of turnover no. with employees. A lot of the same people. Every once in a while, I'll see a new face. Sure, yeah. And well, there's a reason. You know, they take care of us. They're, they're mm-hmm. good people to work for. So. Right, it's a testament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, and you've built... I'm going to credit you with a lot of that uh, loyal clientele following of the Grazi bar. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah is, it is cheers. <laughs> if you want to see it at the bar at five o'clock, you better show up at like quarter of. Yeah. Well, even when we go at four, it's like you can hardly get a, a yeah. bar stool. That's why he said he was seat coordinator. He really meant bar stool coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Those are uh, 14 valuable seats and mm-hmm. people know it. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a good, uh, good problem to have, I think, you know. Right. Yeah. It's definitely like a cheers. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And it's right next door. <laughs> I think it's so funny, too. He's this guy. You would think maybe he'd attract the cougars or maybe you know, that kind of, he has the biggest older male following I've ever seen. It's just, they love him. So he's, yeah. He's that doing is right. so true. It's very true. Yes. Well, there are a few cougars that yeah, hang sure. out there. <laughs> maybe. I hope I didn't offend anybody. Uh-oh. Edit. <laughs> yeah. And. Kat, let's go back to your time with Pete Boland at Corrigan's. Oh, yeah. Because so, he, he talked about that a couple weeks ago. I know. Home. I adore him. I just, hearing him talk about the back in the day mm-hmm. at Corrigan's was really cool. I came in to Corrigan's, and I thought I was just going to have this small little part-time job, probably quit in a year. You know, what am I doing here? And next thing you know, we're, I was there for maybe six years long time wow um and me and pete really when did you start there hmm 
2009? Nine, maybe? <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh, I have to look at my And Pete was already there at that time? He was. Yeah, so he yeah. had just started, started. Um, maybe uh, not even the year prior, and then I and then he became manager mm-hmm. kind of quickly after that. Right. Uh, and then I just love to assert myself into everything. So I just started <laughs> doing things and labeling this and organizing that, and we just became a good team, you know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, kind of blossomed to this great relationship from there. I think we did a lot for that place as far as building it up, you know, mm-hmm. really making it special. So right. that was really cool. It was a cool thing to be a part of with him. Yeah, I had no idea you were there that long. Yeah, yeah. on and off, you know, and then, I, and then I do my nail salon and then I do my <laughs> dancing, but I always kind of came back to Corrigan's. Mm-hmm. Corrigan's is like home. It was, it was like a cheers for me. And we have a lot of regulars over there too. Mm-hmm. I say we like I'm still there, but... Right. Right. Um, there's a lot of a big regular following. Do you yeah. go? Do you go in there often? At this point, not or? as much with the three yeah. kids. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. The I kids mean, do stop you from hanging out at the bars. I might pop in for a, a Bloody Mary if I'm at the Saturday morning market or right. something. But right. other than that, I I don't get out too much. So yeah, and Corgan's got on our best fish and chips list uh, last year. Yeah, as well as the galley. And I have an idea that. Mary Margaret's probably will. <laughs> Anything Pete touches. Well, that's another thing to attribute Pete with is when he redid the menu at Corgan's, he brought in the fish and chips and he said, we need to do a local, like a local yeah. fresh catch kind of fish and chips. And I remember when we rolled out that menu, people were freaking out. It was so good. I mean, mm-hmm. the fish was so mm-hmm. fresh. I mean, so fresh that I remember Sammy Seafood putting like fish in the trunk of my car and my car would smell like fish for like a whole day. (laughs) But it was that fresh and we'd go pick it up and um, it was great, great menu revamp that he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was was cool when I went there to try the fish and chips for my my list. Um, I had only been there a couple times here and there. I I don't know why, no, no reason. But so nobody really knew me in there. I didn't know anybody. But... I don't always do this, but I happen to say, hey, I'm getting the fish and chips because I'm working on a list. And the chef came out of the kitchen and she said, well, today we don't have fresh catch, but we do have frozen cod. I could do that for you, but it would be better if you come back when we have fresh catch. I said, okay, I'll do that. So let me know. And then that's what I did. And yeah, it was amazing. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. So if, sorry, you, so if you go there, the make sure you ask if the fish is fresh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I think they usually have it. They had it on a yeah. sign that day. They say the fresh catch is whatever. Right. Well, I like when I go into a place and they don't have the fresh catch. That to me means it really is fresh. Right. So right. if you don't have it, exactly. they're waiting for that new batch. Yeah. That's one of the things that Lori said a lot of times. Uh, occasionally we'll have somebody post in our Facebook group. I went reviews. to such and such a place and they were out of this on the menu. And I'm like, that's actually a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not stuck in a freezer <laughs> yes. or on a shelf. And, yeah. Exactly. That's right. a good thing. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break, have a word from our sponsors, and then we will be right back with Aaron and Kat Vandora. We will be right back. I am so hungry right now. I'm going to go to Noble Crust. What? You've never been? No way. Check this out. They do both food from the South and Italian, and they do an amazing job at both. They have some of the best fried chicken and the eggplant parmesan is out of this world. The fried green tomatoes are not like anyone else's. They call it the FGBLT, but I think they should call it the OMG because it has Tabasco honey pork belly and pimento cheese. And it's the first item on the menu, so you can't miss it. Noble Crust also made six of St. Pete Foodie's best of list, best Italian, casual dining, best pizza, Bloody Mary's, meatballs, and best salads. If Noble Crust is already one of your favorites, then I have good news. They're expanding their service hours. Starting on February 7th, they'll be open for lunch on Fridays. 
and they'll start opening on Mondays for dinner starting February 10th. As always, on Saturday and Sunday, there's an awesome brunch starting at 10.30, and the deviled eggs are one of my favorites. The St. Pete location is on 4th Street North and 83rd, and they also have locations in Carrollwood and Wesley Chapel. You can check hours and menus at noble-crust.com. Noble Crust is a must for your next lunch, brunch, or dinner. We are back! We are back! We are back with Aaron and Kat Vandora from Grazi and Mary Margaret's and downtown St. Pete. Yes. As this comes out, it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And you have uh, some fun past history with St. Patrick's Day, you guys together. Oh, the five, six, seven people will probably quote me and know the exact number of St. Patrick's Days that we worked together from eight o'clock in the morning until four o'clock. At Corrigan's? At Corrigan's. So you would go and help out? I would go and help out and bar back and bartend and run kegs and move kegs and food. And uh, Kat would be behind the main bar and I would just, you know, be there helping out. But it was just the camaraderie of, of... working a almost 20 hour shift mm-hmm. you know with the same people and uh i can know. picture because i was there one year i think it was 2012 <laughs> and i was oh, with yeah. a big group of my friends and we were big tent outside and it was crazy it was crazy i mean it, it's an exhausting shift but there's something so fun about working with your best friends and, and, the, and the energy that yes, surrounds it yeah it's so fun so mm-hmm. good memories and yeah what did you say when we were off air uh eggs and kegs uh, uh, <laughs> eggs and eggs. Kegs and eggs. Kegs and eggs, yeah. So, yeah, 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, start serving and uh, just keep going all day long and it never would stop. And it was, I can't it was believe fun. it was like a challenge for people to see who would do the first, I shouldn't say car bomb, we'll say three point shot. Another one of these and another one of these and one Irish car bomb for you. I know it's politically insensitive. You're going to have an Irish car bomb. The first three-point shot of the day. So, I mean, we would have people there 8 a.m., 8.15, and they're doing three-point shots. It, it was just nice. the culture of it was really funny. Some of them even before work. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you start your shift at 9, you know, and yeah. you're yeah. going at 8. You do a couple, uh, you know. Happy St. Patrick's. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we celebrate St. Patrick's Day even when it's not St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We do. We could do a shot at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we could do shots right now. Aaron's got us. So when I was booking these guys, Aaron said, are you going to edit this and make me sound really smart like Dave McKay? <laughs> so Dave McKay, let's do a little shout out to him. Yes. He's no longer with us. He passed in 2016, but he uh, lived in this same building with me and was a fixture at Grazi for sure. He had like his regular bar stool and he would show up early because he was the early mo- morning show. Yeah, so so. He, he'd get up at 3.30 in the morning and be on the air at 6 in the morning. So he'd be at Grazi like around 3.30, 4 o'clock. Sometimes we'd catch him there at 1 or 2 working on the <laughs> next day's show. He'd have the bar by himself. Yeah, and, until but, we bothered him. <laughs> well, there was a, a running joke that I never listened to his show, so he would always ask me the trivia questions because uh-huh. he knew that I would never listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and if I, I guess I was the perfect demographic, so if I passed, you know, one way or the other, he knew he needed to adjust it. And, right, know, for Veronica it. to not pass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he would he would sit at the bar, Grazi, uh, mid-afternoon into early evening, working on bits for the next morning show. And we actually have one that Aaron and I are on one after the other. Mm-hmm. This goes back to 2012, around Christmas time. And the bit, it was, it's over three minutes, but I'm just going to play the clip of us two. And it's talking about gifts that your mom gets you that you didn't really appreciate so much. And so the bit's called, Mom, Please Don't Get Me. <laughs> 
And here we are. Mom, please don't buy me a fake stuffed guitar. She bought you a stuffed guitar before? No, I'm just saying that would be like the worst thing to get oh. ever. <laughs> For me, it was about 12, 13 years old. I just told my mother, stop buying me presents, socks, underwear, shampoo. What kind of socks did mom buy you? Tube socks, you know. Just so they all the calf high, like a little below the knee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. sexy ones. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do, I do. He uh, just kept walking up and shoving his phone in people's faces and saying, what, yeah. what don't you want your mom to buy? And yeah, that was like during dinner time at Karatsi. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I was, uh, tr- well, I'll just be honest, I was trashed. <laughs> and I didn't remember doing it at all. The next day, he sends me the clip, and I'm like, huh, why did, why did Dave send me this clip? And then a little while in, I hear myself. I'm like, oh, right, okay, that's me. That's great. But what is a stuffed guitar? I don't know. I just, oh. I, did, I, I don't even know if it exists. Oh. It makes it funnier now. I guess so. I I can be creative and spontaneous when I'm trashed. Now we know. Yeah. Yeah. And so we didn't say this before, but for those of you who don't know who Dave McKay is, his his, he was also known as Steve M. Key, and he was the morning show host with Veronica. Hello, Veronica Sanchez out there. Uh, It was the Dave and Veronica show on ninety nine point five WQIK. I think it's just QIK now. Yeah. So the morning drive time. Yes. Yeah, and every once in a while, on a rare occasion, you know, because I work from home for myself but every once in a while i'd be out driving in the morning like if i was at sit over Lori's, i'm driving home and i'd text him and he'd he'd do a shout out if you sent him a text yeah i did that one one morning when i was driving my son to school i turned him on one morning and i'm listening and i sent sent something on facebook i I don't know i responded and he goes hey shout out to uptown Lori brown i'm like dave it's downtown Brown." (laughs) right but he was being technical because i live in uptown yeah yeah. <laughs> we were so fortunate to have him at our wedding. He was a really cool guest. And I'll never forget that I was having my dress fluffed, and this is minutes before I was going to walk down the aisle. And my a really good friend who helped plan the wedding, she's fluffing my dress, and Dave McKay runs over, right? Who's this guy? And uh, I say Dave McKay, or I say his name, something like that. And she looks up with this twinkle in her eye. <laughs> and I didn't realize she's a big country music fan. She knows him. She's listened to his morning show, and I forgot. I kind of forget that he is that celebrity. Right, right. Uh, and it was just so funny because she was like really so excited to meet him. I'm like, oh, Dave. Oh, yeah, I, right. I know. <laughs> and the way I met him was, I remember I threw Kevin's 50th birthday party at Grazie mm-hmm. after we'd only been dating a few weeks. Oh. Like, yeah, I know. And I managed to pull off a surprise party because he thought it was two days later. He thought it was going to be his actual birthday, and I threw it two days before That's his great. birthday. Keeper. So he sent me this whole list of all the people I needed. And I had to Facebook friend all of them and private message them. And Dave was one of them. And, he, and then he messed with Kevin. Yeah, so we are supposedly we're going to go have dinner at Rococo two days before my birthday. But we're actually going to Grazi. And, and so I made up... Lori says, yeah, oh, hey, on the way to Rococo, can we stop at Grazi? Because my friends are there at the bar and they just want to say hi real quick. And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then Dave McKay sends me a text saying, hey, what are you doing? Um, I'm hanging out over at Grazi or, or, or something like that. No, he, he, I not Grazi. He, said, he, he was asking me to come over, go do something. And I said, oh, right. I, I can't. I'm, I'm on my way to Grazi right now. And he was sitting in the back room texting <laughs> him from Grazi. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we walk in, and I'm like, I don't see anybody at the bar that are any of Lori's friends. And then I notice that the doors to the back room are closed. I'm like, those are never closed. But it's, there's a little bit of space. I could see it's filled with people. And I still didn't realize it till like the last second. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you were the guest of honor. Yeah, okay. it, was, it was awesome. But that's how I met Dave, too. I didn't know him as a celebrity. Yeah. I met him on, yeah. friending him on Facebook and asking him to come to this thing. I had no yeah. clue. I remember asking him, so what do you do for a living? And he looked at me like I had three heads. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Do you remember also, Kat, the, uh, the shortest wedding in history or yeah. whatever <laughs> clip he called it, but he actually took us uh, to his studio on Ooh. 4th Street mm-hmm. and um, Cox Media Group, I guess, or whatever mm-hmm. the building was. Yeah. And he interviewed us for having the shortest wedding in history. Well, and, wedding yeah. ceremony. Wedding right. ceremony. Yeah. Right. right. So Hans said he was like just nestled in, ready to take a nap when everyone started clapping. And he said, <laughs> he was like, oh, it's, all right. <laughs> You were like, let's just get to the drinking. That's pretty much, I mean, yeah. what I said, I don't, when people profess their love for 45 minutes up there, I'm like, all right. Get on with it. We, we get it already. Yeah, yeah we totally We're here for a party. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So are, are there any good stories that nobody knows about from Grazi? Behind the scenes stuff? Ooh. I always make a joke that I'm going to write a book and it's going to be called <laughs> I Didn't Hear a Thing. <laughs> the confi- uh, confidentiality that is instilled upon, you know, a bartender mm-hmm. is uh, something special. So to answer that, I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, there's a lion. I, uh, I, I do remember one time, actually, this is years back. It was during baseball season. And I, I guess the Rays were doing good or it was like a big game or something. And it was during the week, and where Grazi closes at ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think I was out somewhere, and I, I showed up like right at ten when you guys were getting ready to lock the door, but you let me in. And then you guys like turned out all the lights, locked the doors, and just left the TVs on. And we were hanging out after hours at Grazi, watching the baseball game and drinking and drinking. <laughs> so there's probably a little drinking going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if Chef Tony was there, I'm sure he'd be cooking up a big bowl of pasta for all of us. Right. <laughs> Awesome. And Cat, are you involved with Mary Margaret some? Uh, as much as I can be with three mm-hmm. very young children. I think I was saying uh, I had this idea of grandeur that I was going to be so involved, right, mm-hmm. with my history of working at Irish Pub, and I'd worked with Pete and, you know, having Aaron there. And as time kind of went on, I was like, wait, I'm here. Like, <laughs> I want to help too. But as it is now, I get to work a shift a week, which is awesome. It gets me out cool. of the house. Yeah. I, I really... I miss it. And he works it every day. So it's just so funny, the juxtaposition of like, he goes to work and I wish I could go to work. You know, I wish I could go bartend. So I get to do that now one day a week, which is great. That's awesome. Oh, so you're bartending. Yeah. Oh, I'll be bartending awesome. one day a week and then probably events. St. Patrick's Day is a big one and I'll probably be there for that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Awesome. And, and Aaron, you have, you, you actually did the beverage program for Mary Margaret's. We mentioned that when Pete was on. Yes, correct. And, and so you're, you're taking some shifts there too. More as in a uh, manager, partner kind of mm-hmm. position, mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily behind the bar there. Right. Okay, um, keeping an eye on things. Keeping an eye on things. And that's what's great about having Kat there as well is that, you know, when I'm not there, she can be there. And, you right. know, when I'm watching the kids, she can, you eyes know, have my eyes and yeah. ears over there. Pete's not available to be there. Mm-hmm. And, you know. So, you're, so you're, you're making sure things stay on course. Yes, correct, yeah. correct, yeah. So we're right. looking to uh, expand the Irish whiskey portfolio and nice. have one of the larger ones in the area, if not the largest, you know, depending cool. on what our uh, options are, you right. know, so. Right. So just recently, a, a new Irish pub opened on North 4th Street at MacArthur's. Were you guys aware that that was going to be opening? I, I've seen some things on mm-hmm. Facebook, them hiring staff, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I'm not familiar yeah, with Yeah, I was, I was stunned because I, I just, I drive that way to take my son to school. I'm like, where did this Irish pub just come out of the blue? It's where Babalu's used to be. Which was there oh. for 74 yeah. years? Yeah. Wow. Like a long time. Some, something, yeah, I read the, the Tempe Times article, right. 74 years. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely am um, curious. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, I looked at the menu. It's very different from your menu, actually. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. obviously, there's some staples, you yes. know, but. Yes. Um, you know, curious to try it. So hopefully mm-hmm. we get to go try it out and, you yeah. know. Yeah, it'll you know. be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. Competition's healthy. It is. 
well, they're so far away, they're not really competition wow. for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> the people up there are probably thrilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All they have is Noble Crest at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. So I always mention websites. So Grazzi is Grazzi Grill with an E at the end of grill. It's G-R-A-T-Z-Z-I grill with an E at the end dot com. And then Mary Margaret's is MaryMargaret's.com. Yeah. I, I mentioned when Pete was here, how did you, you get that domain? <laughs> yeah. I, will, uh, I will credit Kristenino with getting that domain. I don't know what he had to do to get it, but, uh, you know, he's... he's I think Pete thought that it wasn't taken. I don't... I, I'm pretty sure Chris... Uh, you know, Chris does uh, his thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we might have to dig, dig a little on yeah. that one. Wait, I have one more question. Did you go with them? You went with them on the yeah. trip to Ireland? We did go to Ireland, We yeah. heard that that was just so cool, it meeting was Mary Margaret. Unbelievable. And, yeah. and um, I, I, I believe Pete mentioned as well that we drove three hours you know, yeah. in the rain, in the wind. In a, in a storm. Name, a name, a name storm. storm. That's so crazy. To, to, 40 degree weather. To pull up to Mary Margaret's bar in... in it's closed. Uh, County Down. And it's closed. Mm-hmm. And luckily... We had George, our uh, mm-hmm. I'll call him a translator slash driver, knock on the door, and she invited us in for a pint and a whiskey, and she was just a doll. And exactly, great, huh? exactly what you wanted her to be for 83, 84 years old. Awesome. Running, great uh, hospitality. Oh, uh, unbelievable. Was it that your that your first time in Ireland? First time in Ireland. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. And it's such a cool uh, Irish pub culture that kind of come on in, let me host you, let yes. me pour you a pint. And that's something I think that we've tried to emulate at Mary's too, is that oh, really cool neighborhood culture. It's mm-hmm. been an overnight success. We've tried to go several times yeah. and we ha- we can't even find oh, a yeah. seat. In the, in, the, in, the first, in the first week, I think we walked by like <laughs> yeah. five times and it was packed every time. Every well, time. Yeah. Good, so. good problem to have, I suppose. Congratulations. <laughs> We're going to have to start Thank like you. waiting outside in line before it opens. Like, you know, like people, when people are trying to buy concert tickets right. and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I, I messed up your ending there, oh, but okay. I don't wanted to ask that question. So, Aaron and Kat, thank you so yes, much. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. For us. Yeah. We'll be right back. This is Chris Walker, and you're listening to We have a couple of new items on the food blog. We have a review of 1200 Chop House in St. Pete Beach. And we have an update to the top downtown St. Pete breakfast or brunch restaurants. You'll find both of those on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Next week on the podcast, we'll be switching to a temporary new format, probably for a few weeks at least. Because of the coronavirus, we've already had one interview cancel on us. And now we are canceling in-studio interviews for a bit. But don't worry. We will still have great food talk. We'll keep you up to date on what's going on in the restaurant scene. And if you'd like to email us, send it to info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. And that's it for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks to our guests, Kat and Aaron Vandora. And thanks to our sponsors, Noble Crust, Pacific Counter, Booyah Ramen, and and Engine Engine Number number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold.
Why do people feel they have to go out and get drunk on this day? It's an insult to all the millions of Irish people that don't drink, the ones that are in AA.